Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Somehow I Father. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, a day from my utmost for his highest. And it's called Spiritual Vision Through Personal Character. Following along, you know, I've been on a journey um, where my character is being developed, where my purpose has been given, and just taking a step aside from trying to achieve personally to build my character. So something I've been unpacking, talking about, and this uh, hit me. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into it. So the verse that uh, he gives here is, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place. Revelation 4.1 So just, um, let me just read it to you. That way I get some uh, touch point on where I'm going. A higher state of mind and spiritual vision can only be achieved through the higher practice of personal character. So maybe I'll take stops as I read through it because I think I'll help break it down. Um, isn't that the journey? The journey of character, of personal character. And I think many of you, I keep saying if you follow it along, but the book The Alchemist, let's just, I'll just start as if you haven't been listening. The book The Alchemist is an amazing book. Totally came across my way um, and it just blew me away. And it's after, it's a man looking for a treasure, a young boy looking for treasure. And in the end, through the whole journey, it wasn't the treasure, it was the journey. It was who he became in pursuit of the treasure. So, the journey of personal character. And I think I talked about that too, and like the guy who built the barn, stored up all his goods, and then the Lord said, you fool, because today your life will be required of you. And you think, what, what did he do up to that point that, that mattered? Or where was his heart at? Was his heart just in selfish mode? Like, I'm going to do this and then I will be set. I will be good. I will be satisfied. But during that whole uh, process of building up that storehouses, he, he did not build up his character. He did not build up the things. So the things in his heart, the things that God cares about. And so that's when God says, you fool, because you missed the point. Yeah, you, you accumulated all these things. You got all this nice stuff. But tonight, your life is required and your heart is nowhere near me. At least that's how I can interpret it. Because I think especially in this day and age, man, we're so in pursuit of achieving success. And I am 100% guilty. 100%, 1,000%. Because, we, you know, we want to be validated. We want to feel like we mean something. And that only means something if we achieve these things. If we can gather personal goods, we can have the nice house, we can have the nice car, we can do all these things. Money-driven, success-driven, validation from the world. So, if you live up to the highest and best that you know in the outer level of your life, God will continually say to you, friend, come up even higher. So if you live 
up to the best you can be on the outside, God's always going to say, come higher, because it's on the outside. God cares about the inside. He cares about the heart. Correct me if I'm wrong. Please send me an email. Uh, I don't even know what email I'm using right now. So the dad schooler at gmail.com. I had so many emails. I'm just, anyways, send me an email. I'm not a biblical scholar. I'm just reading the God's word and how it says to me. So some of you are like, oh, no, this could be this and this. It could be, but that's how I'm perceiving it. Friend, come up even higher. I need a coffee break, I'll tell you that. Uh, so, I got this amazing coffee from Mariposa Coffee. It's not a commercial, but it's just, man, I love coffee. I love good coffee now. And this is good coffee. There is also a continuing rule and temptation which calls you to go higher. Ah, this is it. The carrot. When you do, but when you do, you only encounter other temptations and character traits. Both God and Satan use the strategy of elevation, but Satan uses it in temptation, and the effect is quite different. Now, how true? I seem to have lost my mic. Disconnected. So, I was saying, uh, man, it took me out of my train of thought. Uh, you only encounter other temptations and character traits. So when I strive, when I strive to have success, when I strive to be this, when I strive to validate myself in these certain areas, I only encounter certain character traits, you know, and temptations. And the character traits is lacking perseverance, lacking faith, lacking trust, you know, because then... What I find myself in is in frustration because I'm missing my expectations or or even I'm God isn't living up to my expectations. How about that? God isn't doing what he should do or what I think he should do, which is horrible to think about when you unpack that because it's it's God. And yet here I am unsatisfied because I think he should act a certain way. It's like I just heard this in church, but Job you know, God says, did you create the heavens and the skies and the earth? And I'm totally paraphrasing. I'm just, I don't know the exact things he said. Or, or do you know how the the winds come from the east? And, you know, he's just laying out all these amazing truths in which Job is just like, no, sir, I don't. I, I cannot even comprehend the vastness of what you're doing and what your knowledge is and your wisdom and that's kind of like what exactly what I'm doing. And so both God and Satan use a strategy of elevation. And we talked how Satan uses it in temptation. He uses like, you know, you could always know Satan's voice and your and what you're doing by the fruit that comes about. So are you rooted in bitterness? Are you rooted in Fear? Are you rooted in pride? Are you rooted in content and in, in jealousy? You know, are these the feelings that are coming to you in the midst of your struggle for greatness or, you know, for achieving a certain level? 
See, when the devil elevates you to a certain place, he causes you to fashion your idea of what holiness is, far beyond what flesh and blood could, could ever bear or achieve. Your life becomes a spiritual acrobatic performance, high atop a steeple. You cling to it, trying to maintain your balance and daring not to move. Now that is like, I think of that because as I was doing the dad schooler, you know, I felt I had to be at a perfect level. I had to be that perfect dad schooler because I'm talking about it. Because I'm, hello. My daughter just came in, woke up bright and early. It's coffee time. So, as I was saying, as this is how raw this podcast is because I, I'm not editing that out. I'm just I'm going. I'm going forward. You know, when, but when I was doing the dad school, doing the biblical parenting coach, it was like an acrobatic performance on top of a steeple where it's like, yeah, I dare not move. I dare not make a mistake. Or when I do make a mistake, guess what? Everything crumbles down. Because I'm trying to be this perfect level of holiness, this perfect level of this is who I am. I have to be this for everyone. I have to I have to do that. And man, it is the most it's tough because I'm striving, because I'm I'm seeking validation, not from God, but from people. And I'm trying to maintain the outer appearance. Because when I do make a mistake, when I do mess up, which I do very often, everything crumbles. Everything just falls apart because I've created this outer rim of being great. Being a great dad, being a great husband, being a great homeschool, being a leader, whatever these things I... I, And it's not like I'm cured of it now. It still, still rises up in me. Even now, like I'm still hit with the notion of maybe I should be doing this. Maybe I should be doing that. I should try and do this. And I got to remind myself that the Lord builds the inside. And I've got my purpose. I've got my kids. So what do I do? I just keep working in there, in that sphere, working where God is working in me. And when he moves... When he moves me, then I move. But other than that, I just keep working in the back, so to say. So, so we know how Satan works. Oh, yes, it brings joy. But when God elevates you by his grace into heavenly places, you find a vast plateau where you can move about with ease. So it's like, it's not on a steeple. It's not a balancing game. It's like the freedom, the freedom of Christ. The freedom of Christ of forgiveness, that you don't have to be perfect. The freedom of Christ to know that he is working with you. And so he gives you the freedom to move. He gives you his grace and his love that you don't have to be in a box because you didn't put God in a box. You didn't put your walk with him in a box. Read, I just finished uh, Walking with God by John Eldridge. 
man, such a great book that has given me so much insight in just walking with God. And you know, when you're walking with God, it's not a set of rules. It's just doing life with God. It's not, you got to read your Bible at this time. You got to pray at this time. You got to do these things. You know, those things are great, but they can't be and put you in a box. I'm not saying they're wrong, but as man, we can get into a religious walk thing with it. Like, oh, if I need to do this, I need to do this. And we do it at those times, and then guess what? See you, God. I'm done. My day's, my day's good. I'll just move on with the rest of my life. And we're not walking with him. Jesus was in constant fellowship with God. And I think he wants the same of us. And how much powerful can it be if we can be in that? We're, you know, a plateau, just a flat open land to walk and roam. And I think that's, that's what I'm that's what I'm envisioning when I think about this is that we have the freedom to just walk with God in our daily lives. And in that, he's going to build us up. In that, he's going to work with us. In that, our character is going to grow. So, <clears throat> compare this week in your spiritual life with the same week last year to see how God has called you to a higher level. So when I think about this last week, I just measure time by uh, these conferences my wife does. Because at this point, before the conference she had last year, we were all doing 75 hard. And where was I at mentally in 75 hard? I started it with the notion of, I don't care what people think. I'm just going to do this for me. And I'm going to be the best version of me. And when I come out, I'm going to be rock solid. I'm going to be... I'm going to be different than everyone else. I'm going to be better than everyone else. Yeah, words that came, words in my mind, words that I'm thinking. And at that time, it's like, yeah, I'm doing these things for validation. For, not because I want to be better, but I'm doing it for others. So I can prove to them. So I can show them my outer circle, my outer self. So on the outer self, I can be hard. Yeah, it is an inner self thing. There are a lot of challenges, but you know what? That wasn't the challenge for me. That wasn't the reason behind it. The reason was because I wanted my outer self to be good. And that is in a place of pride. Yeah, I mean, pride. And I think, however you want to look at it, pride all the wrong reasons though and then here i am today i've walked away from all those things i've walked away well not not like i walked away from pride pride is always just around the corner creeping its neck at me but i've walked away of pursuit i've walked away from striving and that's a daily battle because daily i'm hit with i think you should do this i think you should do that like wanting to to get into something and and even in this platform I have to be careful because I enjoy unpacking these things I enjoy talking about these things helps me process through it but I, I enjoy this and so it's like be careful not to make this something crazy now no, or something that I have to pursue and strive and prove my validation to or maybe you should post this episode on Instagram like Things I've been struggling with, and it's like, no, I'm doing it. I'm just doing it. I'm leaving it there. I'm not going on Instagram. I'm not doing that whole 
song and dance thing. And so, uh, let's see where we're at now. I need to, I lost my place. Okay. We have all been brought to see from a higher viewpoint. Never allow God to show you a truth which you do not instantly begin to live up to. Applying it to your life. Always work through it, staying in its light. And so I think that's where God wants us to be blessed. He wants us to, to you know, He wants to be able to bless us. It's like, I don't think necessarily that you can work for things and it's wrong to try to start a business or it's wrong to try to do things differently to provide for your family it's not wrong and god can give you this vision but it's what he cares about is the heart the journey to the vision not necessarily the end game but the journey the way that you manage it the way that you uh, pursue it. It's not the, it's not the, it's not the what. It's the how you do it. I don't even know if I'm saying. But I remember Pastor Stephen Furtick said this: "The blessing is mine, but it's mine to manage." And that was a good point because, sure enough, you know we can get these blessings, and God wants to bless us. But if we don't manage it right, you know, I don't think it's going to work out. And so God can show you these things, and and um, and they're great, but we, we just have to have the character and the foresight to always be working it and staying in His light. So not drifting from what He wants from us to what drifting like. So it's like, I guess the example is, yeah, maybe God does want me to be a biblical coach, but God doesn't want me to be a biblical coach in pursuit of. And pursue it in it in this way, in this form, with this heart. God wants me to do it with a right heart, with a sound mind. And so that's what I think he's saying here is that, yeah, remember the vision God gives you. Don't ever stop to achieve it, but keep it within his light. And your growth in grace is not measured by the fact that you haven't turned back but that you have an insight and understanding into where you are spiritually. And that's the get check. Where am I at, Lord? What is my, where is my heart at? Where am, I, where am I at with you? Am I walking with you in this? Or am I, just leaving, am I just checking the box and leaving you there? And moving on. Have you heard God say, come up higher? Not audibly on the outer level, but to the innermost part of your character. And that's, yeah, I felt the Lord tell me that come up higher in your marriage and for your kids and just come up higher in there. Come up higher in your walk with me, knowing that I want you to be good in those relationships. I want you to, to raise up your family and lead them well. I want you to walk with me through this. The always in pursuit of trying to be a great dad. It's our and a great husband and just a great leader of my family. I'm gonna fail if I'm striving. If I'm just let me just do these things that because the heart is missing. 
the heart isn't there. But when I do it walking with God, I'm free to see where I need to course correct. I, the, the, that was a plateau. So I can be like, oh, no, I need to go this way. I need to do, I think I need to do this and do that. And so he ends with this Bible verse. Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? God has to hide from us what he does until due to the growth of our personal character, we get to a level where he is then able to reveal it. When your heart is there, then God can show you because you now have the heart to understand. You have the heart that is aligned with God. And that's why he says, if your heart is aligned with God, you can pray on everything because it's aligned with God. That all things, he will give you all things that are aligned to his will. And how are we aligned to his will? When our heart is lined up with God. So I hope that encourages you. I hope that helps you in your journey as a father, as a husband, as a leader of your family, or as a man just walking with God and and just getting on this journey of of the Father. And so with that, um, just gonna throw out a couple things. I actually really am though contemplating to change the title to Journey of the Father or Journey to the Father, something like that. Uh, just because that's where I feel it's at. This isn't necessarily a fatherhood channel and many of my things I draw from are being a father but it's journeying to the father and what that looks like because that's the road I'm on and that's where I'm going so appreciate you guys and we'll talk soon